It's Sunday, September 16th. I'm Rich Frazier, and this is Taco Trees Nuggets. Uh, so what am I working on right now? Uh, I'm juggling a couple things. I've got um, a uh, uh, hex crawl for a sewer that I'm working on. Um, it's, uh, it's one of the places that I expect uh, my characters will go. Um, it's uh, it's going to be the sewer... The cartways, which are um, like an underground kind of network uh, for carts that were used to um, move ore from the mines to the city, uh, they were abandoned. Uh, nobles started using them. Um, shops started using them as like a, um, a seller uh, for their goods. Um, and uh, I'm going to go a level below that too. So I think it's actually cartways, sewer, and then I'm going to go a level below that. So I'm going to have three levels, plus the city I'm making into a hex crawl. Um, my city is four by three miles, so I'm going to take um, kind of four four big hexes, really, is kind of, well, I guess it's going to be more than that. It's going to be uh, 12 big hexes, right? Uh, four across and three down. Um, and they're each going to have... Um, they're, they're each going to be one-mile hexes. They'll have uh, six sub-hexes, and that'll kind of dictate uh, my random encounters, I think. Um, that seems like a good amount. Um, uh, a six-minute mile um, is... Uh, or uh, a 60-minute mile is kind of long, I think, but... All right, so I had to pause it to kind of do the mass, math. So if I've got uh, one-sixth of a mile, that's uh, 1530 divided by uh, six, right? That's 255, I think, if I'm doing this right. Um, 255 um, feet for one-sixth of a mile. Um, that seems wrong. That seems super wrong. Uh, math again, hang on. No, that's totally right, okay? So now 255 feet divided by 30 is 81, okay? So it'll take 81 um, segments for uh, all us old schoolers out there, right? Six second increments um, to get there. Um, so 81 divided by 10 would be the number of rounds that it'll take to get 255 going at 30, right? Uh, 30 feet per round. So that's 8.1 rounds, um, which is actually pretty close to 10 minutes, right? So, and and these corridors underneath aren't going to be straight, uh, but they're not going to be defined either because I don't want to map out a huge sewer system. I don't want to map out a 12 square mile sewer system, right? Um, so I think that abstracting this is going to be pretty cool. Uh, now, of course, each hex is going to have six ways out of it, right? Um, I, I'm thinking about maybe... Uh, I, I don't know, a, like, I feel like when you get into the hex, um, I'm going to want to give them some clues about what's around to each direction. Oh, it, there's water coming from this direction, right? Because they're a lot smaller. So I'm going to um, have these more interconnected than the wilderness, right? Um, generally in the wilderness, you don't know what's in the hex until you get there, unless it's bigger than your hex, right? If, uh, if there's a mountain there, then you're definitely going to see that mountain. Is, uh, um, but if the, uh, the the next cavern over is flooded, 
you might not see that, but I'm going to have to have to do some, um, whatever, explanation on that. Uh, I'm also going to have to come up with several different types of territory uh, for the underground, right? Um, basically, I'm thinking uh, cartways are a little more stone tunnel-y um, with uh, dirt on the bottom. Uh, sewers are going to be more like stonework built. Um, and then uh, the underground is going to be very cavernous. Uh, so um, I'm probably going to use a lot of veins of the earth uh, stuff for this. Um, I might take uh, hex crawling out of veins of the earth. I know there's some interesting things to do with that. Um, I haven't read it in a long time, so I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. Um, so, uh, so I need to make um, kind of a terrain chart uh, to randomize my terrain. I need to. Um, make a Wandering Monsters chart, right? Um, I also need to make a, um, not Wandering Monsters, Wandering Encounters, right? Random Encounters. So um, I need to make random places, um, you know, cisterns, monuments, um, that kind of thing. Uh, you stumble into, you know, a den of surges or, you know, a couple of bugbear live down here, something like that. Um, and, uh, they, I, I believe they're going down there again to search for this queen. Um, so I have to put that in as well. Maybe um, a special item on the table um, that would relate more to what they're seeking, right? So um, tracks, um, I, I don't even know. I don't even know how they're going to do it. So uh, I, I'm really going to leave that blank, you know? Uh, I'm going to figure out how they're going to do it, um, and then I'll kind of fill it in backwards. I, I'm, I'm really um, a reactive GM. I just listened to um, uh, Pandas Talking Games talk about proactive and reactive GM, so I've got that kind of stuck in my head. Um, so uh, that's one thing I'm working on, my, my, my city hex crawl, my urban crawl. I'm going to be using um, stuff from Bornheim, and I'm going to be using stuff from uh, Dragon Heist. Um, so I, my next session with Zobak, I'm, I'm just going to like push my players. I'm going to stand them on the edge, and I'm just going to push them as hard as I can and see what happens. Um, so I'm going to have um, a faction quest table set up. Because I know that a couple people want to... Uh, I know one, uh, one player, she wants to modify her whip. Um, I've given her some stuff to do it, but I haven't... Um, decided if I'm going to let her do it. I definitely want someone with Tinker's tools to do it. Um, I'm going to make it a high check. Basically, I'm making her a monofilament whip from Shadowrun. Um, and I think I'm gonna, I might actually just up it uh, two dice. I, it might be a D10. I don't know. Uh, it's, it seems like a pretty powerful weapon um, because it is a pretty powerful weapon. Um, so I want someone with Tinkerer's Tools to be able to do that. I know a player in the party does have Tinkerer's Tools, and they can sit down for a downtime session and maybe make this thing. Um, but I want... Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think it's going to be a high DC, because it's a very complicated machine. I'm going to have to take a look at and see if there's any advice out there for tinkering tools 
Um, if you guys got any, definitely let me know. Because, um, uh, yeah, I don't know if I've said this before. Um, a good DM makes up their own stuff. And a great DM steals shit from everybody. Um, so, yeah, send me stuff to steal, please. Um, so, we're going to have that option. Uh, I know another player uh, is playing the um, Warforged. Um, I think that's what they're called in the city. Gearforged. Gearforged, sorry. Um, so the, the Gearforged is going to want to, uh, or does want to, um, implement some, some parts in her, uh, in, in his character. He, he is playing a she. Okay, so his character, right. Um, he wants to, um, have tools on his fingers. He wants a blowtorch. Um, he wants, um, like an extra space inside of his guts that he can store things um so and i want uh, i want them to seek out someone who, to do this to them um again it's very complex so if someone from the party's doing it with tinkerer's tools i want to put it up at a high dc you know i want um an expert level artisan be doing these things so uh i, I that's probably it i'll just look at a, at the dc chart and um do beginner intermediate uh, advanced expert, uh, that's four right there. I think, um, the chart goes up to, uh, 30, so that's six. So I need two more levels, uh, which I'll probably just drop on the bottom, uh, because five and ten are pretty useless. Uh, so, um, yeah, I want, uh, I want an artisan to be doing this for them. Otherwise, uh, uh, it's going to be a little janky, right? Uh, I'll say a player character can do it, but it's it's going to be a little janky, and uh, there's going to be some drawbacks, uh, especially depending on how how far off you miss that 30 DC, right? You miss it by 25, and maybe the door opens up when you're not paying attention, and you lose something, you know, uh, every time you roll a one or something. Uh, that'll, that'll probably be it. Uh, it'll, it'll probably be um, roll-related. Anytime you roll a one on a 20-sider, you lose something. Right? You have to have a, a, you know, perception roll or something to, whatever, notice that it's gone. Um, to something crazier like, uh, hey, you know, so the, for that blowtorch to work, you gotta have, um, you have some sort of methane gas, and uh, every time you roll a one, there's a chance it's gonna explode. All right, and do a, it's gonna do a fireball, basically. You know, um, maybe like a, um, a chart, like. Um, the, the wild magic chart, you know, might be a good idea, um, except a way lower scale and, um, you know, oh, a tool breaks off or something like that. Um, I don't know. A chart actually sounds too complicated. I, I think, um, you know, one might be for combat, you know, during combat, if you roll a one, or if you're using them outside of combat and you roll a one, uh, something like that. Um, so I need to figure out what's going on there, all right? And uh, so that's, I guess that's an extra thing that I got sidetracked in talking about that I'm, that I'm working on. Um, now, for them to do these things, I, I know they're, they're going to get the idea in their head that to go to somebody, right? And that this person isn't just going to want to do it. They're not just going to want a lump sum of gold. Uh, they, they are going to want a lump sum of gold, right? But they, these people are highly in demand, right? So their time is very valuable. Um, so either, uh, not even to cut up a discount, but to, for them to want to take the time to work with these player characters 
they're going to have to do something for me. Um, so I'm reading Waterdeep Dragon Heist, and there are a bunch of factions in there. Um, two extra plus the five base, I think it is, so like seven factions, six or seven factions. Um, and each faction has a table of missions. I think it's five missions for each faction. Uh, no, strike that, it's four. Uh, one for each level above one, because you start uh, uh, actively being recruited by factions when you're level two in Dragon Heist. So um, I'm going to take those missions and break them apart. Um, like the second level mission for Zinturum, Zinturum is um, to steal a handkerchief from a noble and deliver it to a girl who lives on the street. Okay, so if I can break that apart, I can say uh, steal an item, right, rolled from the items table, from a person rolled from the person's table. Um, I've already got a couple of these written out. Uh, I was just going to go through Dragon Heist and just wholesale rip them out um, and break them apart. There's also, I believe there's something like this in Red Pleasant Land by Zach Smith. So I'm going to take a look at that and then I'm just going to rip it apart. Um, actually, I think Zach Smith's is ripped apart. Um, I want to say that he has a, uh, a main table that does kind of what I said, right? And then there's like an objects table, um, a, an animal table, uh, important person table, um, and I think that's it. Um, so there's like three variables he can plug in to his chart. Um, I, I really love Zach Smith's stuff. It's very, it, it, just the, the modularity of it and uh, the, the, the ease of repurposing, right? Um, I might look at this table and just be like, well, this is the one I'm using. I don't even need the Dragon Heist stuff. Um, the only thing I have to do is, like, replace NPCs, you know? And I don't necessarily know if there's going to be a lot of missions involving animals in Zobek. Uh, so I might drop some of those out from the chart. Um, but so that's kind of what I want to do, right? And maybe have some special tables for... Um, the specific guilds, right? So if you go to the Steamworkers Guild, they're going to want you to do something for a Steamworker, maybe. Right? I want you to go and help, you know, Bob Steam Steamworker with this. So they might have a special table, but I really don't think so. Um, right, because they're going to be going to this person, so they're going to be like, yeah, I want you to help me. Uh, or I want you to help my friend. Um, and that could be... Uh, it, when I roll on a random table at the table, um, it's not its not going to take that much more for me to make up another name, right? I switch to a different tab and click a checkbox and go, okay, this guy, this name is now used. Uh, who is this? And here's the link to where they are important. Um, so uh, that's, that's the next piece of the puzzle, right? To get these quests in where uh, they can go to someone in the town and have a quest. Um, so random encounters in a town uh, um, using Vornheim again, Zach Smith um, he, he talks about doing an urban crawl um, and uh, it's he defines or he, he, he divides travel in a city in two different things, right? Uh, urban crawl and regular travel so in regular travel you just get there 
uh, when you're crawling through a city, though, uh, there, there's something going on outside that. You're being chased. Uh, there's a time crunch. You know, you're looking for somebody. Um, you're trailing somebody. Those kind of things. So that's when you would go into the into crawl mode, uh, and he's got uh, he's got an interesting way to do it for a um, an unmapped city. Um, basically, you roll a twenty sider, and that number you draw that number, and that's the route they need to take to their place. Um, so, like a seven, they would start in this ward, and they would have to go from the top left to the top right and then down to the center, at the bottom center. Um, I don't know if I'll necessarily be using that in Zobac. I may though, I may. Uh, it might come in useful. Uh, I can just superimpose that over the map, right? And say, okay, these are the streets they need to go to. But I don't know if I'll be playing that granularly. Um, but then again, I might need to. So that's, uh, that's a tool in my, in my belt, right? That I have. That is um, a possibility that I can use. Um, so let's see, what else am I working on? Um, man, I had a really cool idea for a random table today uh, that, uh, that I just don't know what it was. It was, um, uh, so your regular random table paired with a six-sider, and that six-sider went out to the right and uh, branched off of different things there. I can't remember what what my uh, table was for, though. Um, I just did a motivations table, a, a D, D20 motivations table, um, and I was thinking about that, but uh, maybe it, it was like, I, I'm working through NPCs right now, so um, it might have had something to do with that, um, but it would be like, um, well, so using my uh, quests as a, um, an example, you know, um, so D20, uh, the result one is I want you to retrieve an item, and then there's six items listed out to the right that when you roll the D6, that's what it gives you. So you roll D20 plus D6, you get a one and a three maybe, you know, and it's candle, playbill, uh, handkerchief, right, because that's the one from the, uh, anyway, so, um, you know, I want you to, one is I want you to retrieve A, and then three off to the right of I want you to retrieve A is one of these things. So it's not something crazy, right? Um, I want you to sabotage an item um, might come up in, you know, if I have just a big item table, um, it might come up as I want you to sabotage a handkerchief, and that doesn't make any sense at all. I mean, course I can make it make sense and uh, that is the whole idea of random tables to get crazy combinations that you wouldn't normally think of um, and for you to on the spur of the moment kind of create um, something out of that uh, create a narrative out of that um, yeah I don't I don't remember what it was um, but I made a motivation table um, I'm thinking about making a flaw table um, but then the motivation table, yeah, I, I, um, motivation table already kind of covers that. Um, you know what it was? It was a sin table, I think, I want to say. I want to say it was going to be, um, like the seven deadly sins and then like something off to the right about them. <laughs> I have no idea what it was. Oh my God. It must not have been a good idea though, because it didn't stick. Uh, that's kind of my running theory, right? Um, 
and that's about all I'm working on right now. Uh, I'm still reading Creature Codex. Um, I just started reading uh, Waterdeep Dragon Heist because it's a little more um, close to home on uh, on my game. So uh, I'm really interested in, in where they did that. I'm about halfway through it right now, I think. Uh, I'm about to start to Chapter 4. Uh, chapter 4 didn't send in my Kindle for some reason, though. So I need to uh, do that tonight before I go lay down. And, um, yeah, that's about all the nuggets I got for right now. Uh, talk to you later.